0: Peace and light, peace and love, let's get it, y'all! Uh-huh. Peace and light, peace and love. And thank you for connecting with me. Hold up. Let me get some sound energy up in this piece. Raise the frequency up in this situation right here, right about now. Because I got to tell you, uh, what a trying time we're in right now. What a trying time we're in right now. And if you ain't feeling the wave of this energy because we are in this eclipse time, this is definitely... (laughs) Um, a powerful time for some changes, for some shifts within your life. And, um, I'm definitely no exception to the rule. Um, definitely, um, got to give a great big O'Shea to my dad who made his transition. Finally, we knew that he was definitely, um, in the process of making that move. And so now this was, um, a time for us to go ahead and, and, um, close out that chapter. And so i want to give definitely a ashe to him one of the most influential people in my life no doubt about it you know how dads do it you know what i'm saying my very first the first man i've ever loved my daddy and so i want to give so much love a ashe to my daddy what a time it is you know um i'm i'm grateful that we were all given an opportunity to prepare for it but that doesn't make that shit easy. Trust me when I tell you that. Not at all. However, um definite, you know, so much and sending so much love and light out to the rest of my family. You know, this is definitely a hit like, you know what I'm saying? My dad was the truth out here in these streets the real deal like loving his family, loving his kids. He was about that life. And um even though you know he brought his duality within him, he was about the business of his family. Make no mistake about that. So <laughs> i shade to my dad, my very favorite Gemini. That was Gemini energy, man. Let me tell y'all, if y'all don't know about hanging out with a Gemini, Gemini's is some fun individual, most air signs, period. But Gemini's, boy, they will go ahead and encourage you to go on and do the damn thing. I love hanging with Gemini's. Those is partners in crimes, huh? No doubt about it. want to give so much love out to my soul family um, that have really been supportive. Just sending me love, light and healing energy, which was really what was um, assisting me in just getting this strength to go ahead and just move forward and deliver some messages of healing out here. Because I do realize at this particular point in time, we are all experiencing some closures. Um, because of this whole um, 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 eclipse, <laughs> <laughs> this whole eclipse is going down and everything. So definitely shout out to all of my soul family. Um, the ladies on that serious cipher that come through supporting y'all need to check that out. We got a rack of astrologers, a whole lot of mystical, magical folks up in there that will definitely help. To support us in our ascension process, this is what we hear. this is what we all about. It's all hands on deck. We gonna need folks out here to help us enlighten up the world. We already see the shit show that we got going on in the streets. I highly recommend that we are limited. We're watching this bullshitting ass news report. I promise you they are on the job. They're doing what they're supposed to do. They're here to make sure that you know about everything low vibrational that's going on in this world, but the effect that it has on us, on our psyche is so much more detrimental than we realize. I keep telling us over and over again, you know, I tell this shit to a lot of people that don't receive this, right? I'm talking to folks in my family and all of this other shit don't really understand like how this shit goes, right? But for these folks that's listening to this particular thing, I'm preaching to the choir, I know, but to check in and remind that the subconscious is always on the job. And so when we get a steady diet of misfortune, of anticipated misfortune and all the shit all in that realm, all on that vibrational frequency, a steady diet of that, it lowers the vibration. And so we see so many, um, instances of depression, mental illness, all types of bullshit like that that's going on out here in these streets and everything. And these things are contributing factors to keeping the vibration low. And when the vibration lowers, this makes it easier for you to be programmed. It lowers your ability to be tapped in and tuned in to your star player. Now we can play this bullshitting ass game and say, Oh, it ain't me because I can watch the news and it don't bother me and it ain't got no effect on you. Whatever. But I'm going to tell you because of the way that we're wired, the subconscious mind, it never sleeps. This is why it's important that you pay attention to what you listening to when you going to sleep. This is why so many people listening to those, those beats and shit like that and everything being really selective because that subconscious mind is always taking in that information. And as you take in that lower vibrational information, it has that effect on you. It lowers your vibration and it takes you out of tune. But when we lie to ourselves and we tell ourselves that this ain't happening, it's somebody else, definitely not me. What you end up doing is creating an environment within yourself for you to not trust yourself. So how we go tap into intuition if you lying to yourself all of the time. And so now you don't trust yourself and you can't tap into your intuition, whatever I'm here to tell you, listen, you ain't got to share that shit with nobody, but I'm here to give you what's real. Right. But anyway, again, so much love out to the soul family. Definitely check out the serious cypher. We do this shit every Thursday, 8 30 PM. Eastern standards time It's only on clubhouse. That's the only place you go. Um, be able to get that particular information at it's opened up to everybody. I didn't realize, see I'm still learning how to work this social media shit that I'd had it adjusted to where you had to be my friend. And I only got like three friends and shit, right? So what we going to have to do is, so what I had to do is open it up and I didn't realize that, but it is open now. So it's definitely, um, a space for everybody to come in here and get everything that they need and also to shine their light, to share their gifts. We need your help. We need your assistance. This ain't a one person, two person, three person show. This is all hands on deck. And so we need that assistance. We need that support. We need your insight. We ain't here to come in here and agree with everything that somebody is the hell talking about. How you go grow with that type of environment? It makes no sense to me. If we can't see this world through another perspective, but then we want to run around hollering. love and light. This is a part of that love and light, right? Being able to tolerate somebody else's perspective that doesn't fall in alignment with yours. Don't mean you got to agree with them, but you absolutely should be big enough and mature enough spiritually and mentally to be able to make that adjustment. But let me, let me get off of that shit. Anyway, I want to talk about what's going on in the street because I have no intention on being here that long. I just got a boost of energy and I want to shout out all of the family. That's the Cypher family. That's really been helping and lift me up. It's working. You see, I'm here. I'm doing it, y'all. So today is the 25th of October and 25 is a day of strength of experience, of observation. And so this is definitely a day for us to really start tapping in, tuning in, right? Really being a lot more intuitive, uh, reflective, tapping into that moon energy, which I'm going to be talking about, right? So that we can really observe like the the, um, subconscious patterns in our emotions and shit like that. Because we know this lunar eclipse is going down, going down, going down. So let's talk about just quickly, just quickly, this, uh, the eclipse, because the eclipse, um, it's in Taurus. So this is going to be pretty gangster. Eclipses are life changing experiences, life changing times where we can usher in some big time evolution, baby. Um, so during these lunar eclipses, especially the lunar eclipse, because it taps into that moon energy, the emotions, the subconscious, right? And this is all where those patterns in our emotional states and our subconscious thats that's when it's going to be revealed. Okay. This is when the moon is covered in the earth's shadows not like the solar eclipse because the solar eclipse brings you to like destined new beginnings and opportunities, right? Where lunar eclipse is all about closing out shit, faded endings, breakdowns, breakthroughs, shit like that and everything. So this is definitely a time for us to close things out. And for those of us like me and some other folks that's out here in the street that get fixed energy, it's kind of hard to let go and to release that shit, right? Because the lunar eclipse, it occurs to help in moving us forward, right? But we get kind of used to the way that it's been done and shit like that. But what this is, is really a, come on, baby, you can do this move, right? This is a push from the cosmos to pull us out of all of that stagnant energy that's no longer serving us so that we can come up with new and better and improved ways to get our business taken care of. So we got to pay attention to our relationships, to all in relationships. I'm not talking about just with all of the folks that surround you, but with everything, people, places, things, situations, and everything so that we can really take this energy and close out those things that's really not supporting our greater vision, the great work that we came here to do. So definitely, 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 um, Take this time right now to be a little bit more reflective so that we can really maximize this energy. I want to talk a little bit about, yeah, yeah, there go that confirmation, baby. Um, Some dope shit. I was at the the, uh, thrift shop and I found these little bells. Now, see, I'm a big sound person. I like my bells and all of that shit. I got a brass bell and I got a silver bell. And they both let off different types of sounds, and then on there you can add the little candle in there. Now, what I want to talk about this really dope is these little dollar and some change candles that you can buy right on down there at the Walmart. They in like that, that ethnic food section. They got all of it. The, these is Shaboose candles, so I'm guessing it had a, um, um, you know, some some Jewish little. Things on there, so I'm guessing this it's, it's linked up with them. However, I use these for my purposes, and I take them and I put my intention oils on it. I dress them, I carve them, and all of that other shit like that there, right? And then I can throw them right on in. My little bells as well, and it holds the candle there. I thought it was such a hot and happening thing. So I can just think of all types of work, all types of rituals that you can do with this this flame, with this sound, with this whole thing, and just push it together. It just makes the mind just spin with all of the possibilities, yo. So I'm just excited about that. I'll tell you about some other shit that I was working on. Um with with really maximizing the shits that I got right here. I was using these, especially in the bath, to really bless that bath water and I put that in and sprinkled it all around there, you know what I'm saying, in that infinity cindle and everything, and then light that candle and really bless that bath water to really raise the frequency on that aura cleanse and all of that. I'm telling you, possibilities is endless. Let me tell y'all about this goddess. Some said, let me grab up and see what goddess is really coming through. And the goddess Rihanna came through. And the message that she comes through is choose an action to reach your goal. Because now is the time. And she's also known as the horse goddess. So hold up. Let me pull out my little book because I need y'all to be hip to her and what this is all about. So the goddess Rihanna is all about progress, about happy endings and about desires. So in alignment with this energy right now, family, right? The hell now we in the house right now, um, with this energy. So let me read this section because it just take a second here. It says in, uh it says in Mabligon, <laughs> if I'm pronouncing that correctly, Mabinjion. In Mabinjion, a collection of wealth myths, a horse goddess Rhiannon is presented as an obtainable and unobtainable enchantress dressed in rich gold. Piwel, the prince of Dyfed, fell in love with her after spying the ethereal beauty of her on the white horse. Pyro guessed that she was of divine origin, but he was undaunted. He rode his horse fast as he could to catch up to her. But no matter how fast he rode, he was unable to reach this goddess. Finally, the humble prince called to Rhiannon to wait for him. And which she did when he asked, why didn't you stop earlier? She simply replied, why didn't you ask me? And so Rhiannon accepted Piwal as her consort. And the story of Rhiannon and Piwal suggests that our desires are always within reach. For them to be fulfilled, sometimes all we need to do is ask. So choose an action to reach your goal because now is the time the goddess Rhiannon. Work with that energy right there. It is so on time, so potent for this particular time that we in and closing out these cycles and really establishing the clear direction that we want to go into. Definitely rock with that. Definitely, definitely a dope goddess for this particular time that will really assist us in propelling us in the direction, baby, that we finna go, finna go, finna go. This great work is going to get done. I assure you, don't let this fuckery that they got going on in these news outlets tell you that something's different is going on. We already know what it looked like, but but I'm here to tell you what it is. So let's talk about these luminary placements real quick so that we can make sure we, we, we on the same page because see an S uh, see the sun and the moon is what I call them luminaries. Right. And I rocks with that luminary energy, right? These is big energy. This is really all about who we are in essence. But unless we understand our lunar selves, we ain't going to be able to authentically connect to this great life work. We came here to do this great work or our purpose or however you want to look at that. See, cause in astrology, our natal moon, it represents the authentic part of ourselves, right? And those things that we need in order for us to feel emotionally secure. See, in traditional horoscopes, we know because this is how I got introduced. We focused on the sun sign and it represents our consciousness and how we live out our life purpose, right? This is all about what we came here to do and how we showing up out here, right? It's actually how we bring the whole of it together to express the authentic part of ourselves, right? So it's all facets of ourselves, not just our representative, you know what I'm saying? But the light and the dark side within us, all of us as a whole, the imperfect and the greater part, the star player as well. Let's never forget the star player. I like focusing on the star player. So our moon placements, let's talk about, it. see, see, because in medical astrology, I've been looking just a little bit into that because see, one of the things that I've really been looking at is how we can use this astrology and these placements in order to find ways to heal ourselves, you know, on a global level. Right. And so this is, um, something that's just really been speaking to me. So medical astrology, I've noticed it says that the moon is said to rule the limbic system and the biological rhythms within our system. This is all about the emotional part of our body. See, so didn't check this irony though. Our brain where the limbic system is found is one of the regions of our body that contains the most water. How about that? Huh? Just like the ocean ties in the rain, Uh, in the waves that's in the ocean and everything, this is affected by lunar energy and it can have profound effects on our emotional states. Let's make no doubt uh, about it. Right? And so when we think about like our moon placements, there's keys, there's clues into how we can heal, how we can nurture ourselves. If we take this opportunity to really, Respect. That's where I'm going. Respect the emotional state, because if we don't have like, you know, where the mind goes, the person follows and everything, but how we feel about a situation that brings us to the truth and where we're at. And if we do not address, if we do not understand the moon signs, our lunar energy, It's going to be real difficult for us to be totally in tune with our star player because we can't authentically connect to ourselves or the purpose or what we came here to do. You see. so I'm going to go through all of the moon signs and talk about the things that we can do to heal ourselves, what we're about in, within each moon sign, right? What that face looks like, how that energy expresses itself, how it shows up within itself and how we can make some adjustments. So as we get into this space of releasing and letting go, when we get into this whole energy of this lunar eclipse, we in the middle of a smack dab up in the center of it, right? Yeah. Right. This is going to really assist us in being able to to, to release those things that's no longer serving us to be able to nurture ourselves so that we can move forward. And this is also information that's going to assist us moving forward on those things that we can do to nurture ourselves so that we're not in these spaces where we don't know what to do. We just fill in some type of way and everything connecting to that moon sign is going to help us to be able to get ourselves grounded, get ourselves in that space that's going to allow us to be able to uh, keep a cool head and conquer the world. Let's say it that way, huh? All right, word. So let's talk about this Aries moon. See, if you got a moon in Aries, the moon in Aries placement is known for being impulsive, for being very independent though. But of course, that impulsive, that impatient energy as well. See, cause as a lunar Aries, when your moon is in Aries, you like to live your life. You doing the damn thing, right? Big and loud and proud. You're going to take up space and you also want to encourage other folks to show up for themselves and do the same thing because you're action oriented and an innovator. You in line with the fool card, right? You a shaker with the active mind and the fool is all about the new journey. The person is down to explore, to try something new and everything, right? However, When the Aries moon energies are hurt or imbalanced, they can struggle with feelings of anger, defensiveness, especially and impatience, no doubt, right? What you can do to nurture your moon is to make some time to release that excessive emotional energy, like anger, being pissed and shit like that by doing some, um, meditational practices, stillness, present moment practices and shit like that. But in medical astrology, they say Aries rules the head and the muscles. So really like doing deep tissue massages, scalp massages and shit like that. These are things that are really going to help you. Another thing, you know, getting some some um working out, you know what I'm saying? Burning that energy and everything also helps to do that as well. Another thing that could also help. Herbs like passion flower, you know, hawthorn, they help us to slow down, to get into more of a meditative state, you know what I'm saying? Get you some refreshing tea, you know what I'm saying? Something that'll help you to feel grounded, Aries moon. So I'm hoping that will assist you along your journey. I'm going to go on the Taurus moon because I don't want to talk because I can can spin on that forever, you know what I'm saying? See, the Taurus moon, the energy is typically stable, sensual, also very stubborn. We know this, right? The Taurus moon is definitely ruled by Venus. You like that luxury, the indulgent shits in life. You know what I'm saying? Comfort Um, and and nice experiences. You know what I'm saying? Taurus moons are very patient. Very grounded, but again, yet very stubborn. They value long-term investments and usually don't have any issues with routines and shit like that. Many of them that have the Taurus moon placement, you know, really value hard work. And really ain't good for changes. I remember talking before. See, usually when I want to talk about how shit's changed and we don't appreciate it, I link up with somebody with heavy Taurus energy in their chart. Moon, sun, all of them. Those is the people that really feel you about shit changing that you don't feel like it's for the better. They are supportive here for that type of shit. However, for Taurus moons, learning to go with the flow, the ups and downs of life. Is key in balancing that lunar energy of Taurus. In order for you really nurture yourself because this is a deeply sensual energy. So in order to nurture yourself in times of change, you want to dress and nourish your bodies in ways that help you to feel aesthetically beautiful and grounded. You know what I'm saying? And just getting all wrapped up in that whole Venusian experience. Another thing that you can do because it's a sensual type of energy, right? This is all about being grounded, nutritious meals. You know what I'm saying? Um, on clothes um nineties that's comfortable. You know, clothes that's comfortable. The silk pajamas, silk gown, you know what I'm saying? Definitely, you know what I'm saying, incorporate that They help you to feel good, you know what I'm saying? And do some beautiful rituals that will help to enhance your beauty working with herbs like rose, like sage and thyme and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? These are all um herbs that really help in supporting all of those um that Venusian energy experience. No doubt about that. The beauty regiments and shit like that. But let me move on to the Gemini moon. The Gemini moon's energy is like more witty, outgoing and intelligent, right? See Gemini moons are really quick-witted, they are conversationalists, they master storytellers. They really like to exchange ideas and they are about the business of being busy, right? This is a fast-moving air energy and the Geminis can be restless, like often like moving from one thing to the other and shit like that. Lunar Gemini's—they express their emotions like verbally, verbally, <laughs> verbally, 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 and physically, like through the movement of you know, their body and shit like that. That overactive mind, you know what I'm saying? It help, it, you know, it, it, it kind of it, it works for you. That quick mind, and it works against you because when you struggle to slow down, you truly feel like. It's all, it's, 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 it's like, you can be a walking, talking head. That's where I'm talking about. And so you got to truly feel your emotions, right? <laughs> you tr- Because this is a struggle that you have, right? You struggle with feeling your emotions. And then sometimes you like move more into this head, superficial mind analysis of what's going on and everything, right? But in order for you to nurture this, you got to really find something that's going to help you to calm your nerves. Like, you know what I'm saying? The mellow out. You know what I'm saying? Get you some lavender, some chamomile, shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yarrow, skullcap. You know, somebody, a word on the street, meadow sweet is a good one too. I don't know. I ain't tried that. I'm going to check that shit out though. That's the word on the street. But while you doing some activities, that are mentally stimulating. This is going to assist you in nurturing that Gemini moon energy, doing shit like painting, um, Write journaling, writing about your emotions and shit like that. Reading a really good novel, then you can talk about, you know, what's going on in that book. Get you a book where you know you can talk about some business that's going on in the book so you you can move out of the energy of gossiping and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Hey, hey, it is what it is. It's all good though. But... Um, if relaxing is something that has you getting a hard time and everything, well, this should get you a cup of coffee and make sure you got a tight ass makeup game so that you don't look the part, whatever, but all up to you, your call, but really for real, for real, Gemini moons, one of the things that you really need to do is just go ahead and make sure that you're finding that time to calm down, to get centered, to get grounded. And I promise you, this is going to serve you so much better because it will help your mind Work a lot more efficiently and a lot more quickly, and you'll really get that clarity in your thought instead of that whole scatterbrain. What the fuck with that whole thing that can go out the window where you can just really step into the flow and be about the business of that. But you've got to slow down, and those are some herbs that's definitely gonna help you when doing that. All right, so the cancer moon, I, 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 I am the cancer moon. So I can definitely relate. So Cancer Moon energy, this is how it show up. Nurturing, very nurturing, very supportive, very sensitive, and can also be very clingy. When they love, they tend to cling. That's almost Piscean energy too, right? Uh, yeah, it, it, You know what? Water energy, now that I'm thinking about it. Now that I'm thinking about it, water energy. However, yeah, this shows up right here. This is, this is, this is what's really coming through at this particular time. But cancer is moved by the, ruled by the moon, of course, right? So cancer Um, cancer moves, natural empath, experience the world through your emotions. And this is where I get that whole emotional truth thing that I like to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Because even if you don't think that it's this way, this is what it feels like. You understand emotional truth. But just like the crab cancer's moon, you usually take great comfort in the security and safety of being at home that you don't mind sharing with others. You invite folks to come over if you rocks with them, right? Because you're generous in nature and you feel best when you are around people that you really rocks with, that you really love and that you deeply care about. Making time to check in with your own needs is going to be absolutely essential for nurturing cancer moons because you get into this thing where you start showing up for folks so much you start using that as your sense of identity right and sometimes we place too much of the self worth in being a service to other folks forgetting all about serving yourself so make sure you checking in with your needs Also, since your home is a place where you like to retreat and recharge and everything and, uh, and balance out your emotional waves because you experience and see the moon. It moves in the different signs every two days. That moon energy is changing and cancer moons get the full experience of the gamut of those behaviors. I recommend cancer moons getting one of those or keeping up with where the lunar energy is located at. Not just necessarily the phase of the moon. We know that's important, right? What phase the moon is in, right? But exactly what energy, what sign that is in, because it will be be very helpful in helping you to understand what that what's going on right there. And when you understand the Zodiac energy of the particular of, of the moon phase that we're in, it will assist you in navigating that so much more effectively. I assure you. All right. But since this is the home, the home is a place where we like to recharge and really recollect ourselves. So make sure that you got a lot of things that will help to ground you, that will help you to feel at home, that really brings in that whole peace and harmonious home energy, you know, got you some plants around, you know what I'm saying? Some, some, um some candles, you know, running water is also something that's really helpful and soothing for those particular energies as well. Some herbs that you really that will really be of assistance um for those individuals with cancer moons. Chamomile, of course. Chamomile is just a gangster ass thing to rock with. Lemon balm is another one. Um persilane. I gotta really do some work with that. But I want to work with Persilane. So I had this shit, it was like growing all around my front door and everything. And you know, looked into it and everything found that this shit was called personal lane. It's supposed to be very medicinal, very healing and everything. I have yet to really work with that and everything, but I'm going to check into it and see what experience that I get from it. Not just from what somebody told me on the internet, but since I know that it could be beneficial see that information on the internet is beneficial because it can tell you about something you need to look into. It is very important and essential that we check in ourselves get you a pet. If you a pet person, you know what I'm saying? That's going to really reciprocate love without draining all of your energy, like a vampire. You know what I'm saying? Um, But I like lemon balm. Lemon balm is something that, you know what I'm saying, you can put in some scrubs. You can drop some in your bath water and everything. And it definitely helps to restore that balance and help cleanse away a lot of emotions, too, that, you know, the water energies especially tend to absorb from other folks out here in these streets and shit like that there. Let's talk about the Leo moon. Now the Leo moon is very affectionate, highly creative, and can also be very moody, not as moody as a cancer moon, but yeah, 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 yeah. Because it, it 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 is not phasal like the cancer moon. It can be like ups and downs, kind of moody. You see where I'm going with that? All right. So the lunar Leo, you shine brightest and you shine in your most authentic light when you Are holding that spotlight, Leo Moons, because you don't mind being seen by others. And it's important for you to make sure that you take pride in how you look and how you feel. You need to listen to this podcast because I care about that shit. I'm a Leo son, baby. This shit's important. It is how you heal yourself on some levels for some of us. huh? I'm just saying. All right, because see, this is ruled by the sun, so this is an expressive and a creative energy. So, you got to nurture this moon by channeling your emotional energy into things that are creative, like drawing or dancing and shit like that, or making sure you have some. Forget you some kids. I'm gonna tell you something if you ain't got no grandbabies, then you know the whole space, because I promise you, they are the upgrade of everything in your generation I assure you and when they come to play they heal your spirit they about spontaneity they about playing. you can release your inhibitions they ain't sitting around making no judgment calls the babies is where it's at I, I'm telling you I, the babies is where it's at you know mm. oh, need a little sign of drink okay but to ensure that you feel confident and you're able to express yourself authentically, you got to really make sure that you're nourishing yourself with creative pursuits, right? But you also want to make sure that you're keeping some herbs around you. That's going to really help you to balance out that fiery energy. That's going to help you like kind of level off those extremes and moves and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like, Patchouli is a, is, is a really good herb and a really good essential oil to add into a lot of your baths, your beauty products, your regimen, your life. Get that shit involved. I likes it. I rocks with it. Hyssop is a good one. Um, Nice protective herb too as well what the word on the street is. I haven't worked with that. I got to get me some of that shit too. Yeah, that's good shit to work with. Yeah. Aloe is another one, you know, aloe, um, the aloe vera baths, the aloe is really, um, a good one. And it is also good in helping to keep the skin nicely moisturized as well. So yeah, it rocks with that, but things that's going to help you to calm that fiery energy down is going to definitely assist you. And I, hey, hey, listen, let me go back on to that chamomile trip again, too. That chamomile, maybe I should just make that the panacea for Every zodiac word. (laughs) I don't know. But um, let me move on. Talk about this Virgo moon. The Virgo moon energy is predictable, dependable, but it can also move into that whole vibration of being perfectionist. Right. Because when you're born up under a Virgo moon, you are detailed and solution oriented. But then you should also check this out because see Virgo also is about healing and shit like that. Right. It rules over that. Right. And also about making sure that your spaces, efficient processes, right. Spaces, well-maintained, um, you know, how you got shit nicely organized and everything. You know what I'm saying? See, cause Virgo energy is all about, you know, being a service to the other, making processes, making situations easier and adding value and shit like that. Virgo moons feel most secure when they're in spaces that's organized and and in control. So, you know, when you change and flip the script and shit like that, that might, you know what I'm saying? Throw a little something, something to the left. But however, this is a mutable sign, so they can definitely shift, but you know, it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Making these changes and plans, you know, they like to get shit right. You see that Virgo energy does. Virgo also represents, um, um, natural healing, naturopathic healing, naturopathic healing. So these are folks that get involved with the herbs and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? The tonics, the potions, things that's going to really help things that are associated with health. You know what I'm saying? A lot of those, um, unwellness um, wellness warriors out here in these streets, definitely got that Virgo type of energy, um, showing up. Big time. So if your moon is in Virgo, you might feel best when you're taking care of your body and being mindful of the way that you move and your nutrition. And this is all about making sure that you're doing some type of a movement, ritual, Tai Chi, yoga, physical exercise, going to the gym and shit like that. And, you know, making sure you got that nutrition game going on. You know what I'm saying? Also, you want to consider doing some deep cleaning and decluttering of your living space, you know. Um, And if you want to do like floor washes, shit like that, where you put those magical solutions together like the pine. I like that shit. Lavender is a your banging ass joint. You know what I'm saying? Make sure your cleaners infused with that shit because the lavender, you know what I'm saying? Raises that vibration The peppermint, um, peppermint dill, basil. They all bring that wealth and abundance vibration to the house and shit like that. So, and these are all things that'll help in balancing that Virgo energy as well. So definitely rock with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me think what else, what else we got here? Libra moon. Let's talk about the Libra moon because yeah, we go, go there. So the Libra moons, they can be very diplomatic, very harmonious and everything. But then this is an energy that can also show up as being very passive aggressive, right? See, Libra energies are seekers of beauty, harmony, romance, and they can find that shit in just about anything. Lunar Libras is most comfortable surrounding themselves with things that are beautiful. They are ruled by Venus as well. They like to have um, cooperation. They like to have harmony in all of their connections and all of their relationships. When your moon is in Libra, you probably don't like extremes because Libra is the sign of the sky. It's about balance. It can make you very indecisive and prone when you get into this space of being um, extreme on one end or extreme on the other. Right. So when you find yourself in these spaces, it can make you prone to like um, over nurturing, over giving people, pleasing and shit like that, doing whatever you can to avoid conflict and shit like that. It's p- very important and essential for those with Libra moons to make sure that you ain't getting into these codependent patterns in relationships, right? And make sure that you're expressing the things that you need. You know what I'm saying? That's real and true in your heart. You got to be honest about this shit. But I mean, you, and, and the way that you do that and the way that you teach folks, Libra's Libra moon is you show them how to love you by being that example in loving yourself. So to nurture your, to nurture this moon, you have to balance your emotional energy, right? Make sure that you're practicing self-love, treating yourself to something that's beautiful. You know, a piece of art, you know, some nice makeup, a dope ass outfit or some shit like that. Something that's just gonna really make you feel like, yeah, Right, and if you're in a committed partnership, right, consider taking on something that will, um Enhance the beauty within your relationship. You know what I'm saying? Maybe a painting class or something like that. Going on a couple's massage thing, Um, you know, taking a dance class, some shit like that. You know, get it cracking, huh? Libra moon. But making sure, most and foremost, love on yourself. That's how you teach people how to love you, by making sure that you got a standard set and making sure that that's where the line is, yeah. OK, let's talk about this Scorpio moon, because I've been talking for some time. I don't know what the fuck. Um, Scorpio moons are deep, intense and also possessive. Scorpio moons is truth seekers, right? They in pursuit of understanding all of the hidden mysteries of the human experience, baby. And lunar Scorpios experience emotions intensely and sensually as well. And often they keep that shit to themselves. And so they struggle to connect authentically with other people. Let me tell you something, Scorpio moon. If you ain't living your passion and you ain't able to express the sensual part of you and connecting with others on an intimate level, you might become, you know, one of those recluses and shit like that, right? Being withdrawn and secretive, you know, and because you do, you know what I'm saying? It's a defense mechanism. So people ain't out here hurting you because you don't open yourself up and some clown ass fool really didn't appreciate and respect that. It's okay because you've learned the lesson. You understand? But to balance that lunar energy, right, Scorpio, um, Scorpio moon, my bad, is to consider channeling your passion into something creative right or creating spaces where you can assist folks in their transformation in their healing and being able to speak their truth right this is really a powerful time to start up shit, come get in on the cypher, Scorpio moves, right? Because this is really a time for us to be able to feel safe, to be able to express our truths and everything. And so, for you to be able to really link up and connect with this energy, you know what I'm saying, and facilitating for this to happen, you know, burn you some frankincense and myrrh, some Palo Santo, some Rosemary, you know what I'm saying? And really invite your friends to come around and be able, or you know what I'm saying? Link up with some groups, some social groups, you know what I'm saying? That can really support you. Um, and being able to, you know, find those mysteries, find those truths, you know what I'm saying? Speak those truths and all of that other shit. A supportive environment is going to be helpful and very essential, especially during this particular time. If you're not in a committed relationship and you really want to show yourself a little bit of love, go on and set the mood and shit like that and get yourself a powerful self-love ritual going on. Whether you're gonna do that with um what it what it, with it is it uh, blah, blah, blah. the um uh, the uh the vibrator toys or something like that if you want to do it that way you know I really do not recommend like those quick one night stand folks you don't know because that energy transfer shit is really real. But sexual experience, sensual expression really heal the Scorpio moon, but it has to be right. And if you're not in that committed relationship, self-pleasure is definitely something that can help you in achieving your goal of nurturing that Scorpio moon. All right, let's talk some more. Let's move on to the Sag moon. Sag moons is optimistic, friendly, adventurous, and can also be impulsive. The lunar Sagittarius is an adventurer and explorer of the world and of the mind. That's that, you know what I'm saying? They about the business. They got this fiery... I dare you nigga. type of energy, right? They daredevil type of energy and you feel your best Sag moons when you're spending that time in nature. This is what heals you, right? Having some adventures, being around folks that get where you coming from and everything. This is uh, the folks that are down to learn about new things, any type of experience where you can learn something. You know what I'm saying? This is going to be definitely helpful for you in order for the Sag moons to be merged. Emotionally, (laughs) emotionally nurtured for you need to routinely satisfy that craving for adventure for freedom, you know what I'm saying, and be careful that you ain't running away and shit like that from situations where you just casting responsibility to the side and running off because it's making you feel weighed down and everything, like you can't run from your responsibility, however. You do need to make sure that you're satisfied, that craving for freedom as well. The key to nurturing that is realizing that you create your reality and there ain't no people, no people, no places, no things, nothing that can stop you from doing whatever it is that you're trying to do. That does not mean that you throw away responsibility, Sag Moon. Channel that excess fire by getting out there in nature, you know, doing shit. You know what I'm saying? With it, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Let me tell you. I used to think that hiking, rock climbing, shit like that, that was for white people. But I promise you, there's a lot of healing out there um, in nature doing shit like that. And you can get out there and turn this, you know what I'm saying? Because it's almost like going on an adventure for play and everything. This is right up that Sag moon out. You can also get up, a, get you a book and get learn something new. You know what I'm saying? Go to a different world, you know, shit like that. Fresh sense. Every time I think about Sag energy, I think about fresh sense, that outdoorsy smell. Pine, sage patchouli. I don't know. I'm big on this patchouli thing. You know what I'm saying? But those, those type of um spruce, those types of scents that really give you that feeling of the fresh, great outdoors, they will help in nurturing and healing Sagittarius moon energy. Moving on to Capricorn, right? Capricorn moon energy is reliable, responsible, and it can also be Repressed. And when you're born under this Capricorn moon, typically you find pleasure and productivity and doing something meaningful and having that stability and control in what it is that you do. It's important for many Capricorn moons to maintain that slow and steady forward momentum towards your career goals in order for you to feel emotionally secure. It's it, You know what I'm saying? Making moves is just how you wire wired. As a result, you might struggle with these type of tendencies to overwork that workaholic type of energy, right? That's going to have you distancing yourself to how you really feeling about what's going on in your life. You can't hide your feelings in your work, fam. You just can't do it. The best way to stop that shit is by allowing yourself some time for some balance, you know, tap into the Libra energy, get you some balance, find a way for you to relax, rest, have you some fun without sacrificing your productivity and your control. I promise you, this is a power move. It is how you power up in order for you to really come back to come stronger, for you to really tackle the world and conquer it, take over shit, right? You have to get your rest. You have to power up. And the way for you to do that is to relax, have fun and rest. Okay. So to nurture your moon, consider, consider. Now here's what you Listen, getting yourself really organized so that you can really map out how this is going to be done. It's going to make you feel like you got more control over it, cat moon, right? Get you a planner. You know what I'm saying? And do some goal planning. You know, when I used to work cases back in the day, we used to do one major long-term goal. And then we would do a lot of small objectives that's going to get us there. And those small objectives, when you start addressing those things, it moves you closer and closer to those goals. So definitely, Get yourself a true and clear and consistent plan. Schedule you some time out to get you something that's going to be nurturing and healing for your body, whether it's that pedicure, that manicure, that massage, this is going to help you to the massage, especially releasing that built up earth energy, which is good, but makes you feel so tense, make you feel all wound up and everything like that. And, um, Let me think of a really good, you know what, Capricorn energy rules over the skin and the teeth. So we want to talk about, I don't know, maybe some, oh yeah, wild oats, especially in that bath water, you know, help bringing in that grounded energy. That ginger is going to help to keep that fire lit. You know what I'm saying? Keep you, you know what I'm saying? Keep that edge going with that Capricorn vibration. Yeah, I like that. All right, let's go. All right. The Aquarius moon. Shit. All right now. I got a friend of mine, long time. Shout out to her. Aquarius moon. Innovative, detached, and independent. Say word. Now, if you are born up under the Aquarius moon, you're an eccentric, an innovator, a visionary, and absolutely a humanitarian, a natural leader, but without focus, you become prone, prime for being this freedom fighter with no particular agenda at the end of the day, just resisting the establishment with no real direction that we going. They call that the rebel without a cause, right? Just, just, just here to fight the power. You approach your life through a revolutionary lens though. And you ain't afraid to try new things. And see, these is the folks, these is the folks when you start studying something new, new thoughts like metaphysics or cult or some shit like that. And Aquarius is definitely open to hear this conversation. See. <laughs> so you got, so, so you definitely got somebody that, that may entertain, pay attention to where they, where they located at, because even if they don't agree with you, they definitely go entertain that because they like things that are different. That's unusual. They ain't afraid to to, to stick their toe into something different, new, and you know, hear something profound you know? So you got to really, you know what I'm saying? So you, so you got a real ally with that. But then also the other thing is that they kind of try to rise above human emotions, right? The Aquarian energy, they, um, I'm trying to, find a way to say that without delivering it in a way that makes it seem like they just straight don't give a fuck at the end of the day, because that is absolutely not where it's at, but they kind of detached in how they, they say aloofness. That's where I'm going. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Aloofness. Right. And so they getting in this space where they above like these human emotions and they can become distant in that process you know, and that impedes your ability to connect with others. Make sure that you're maintaining this connection with people on a personal level. It's important at the end of the day, where you're not just exchanging information and idea, but you're actually making these connections. Now, Aquarius moon, you feel best when you're doing things that's for society when you're working for the highest and greatest good, a cause that's going to really help folks along their journey, because even though you are wired to be social, your need for independence and freedom. is really strong. So you got to make sure that when you are making your friendships, your connections, and shit like that, that those people really get that this is who you are, right? Because lest you fall into the um, possibility of hurting folks' feelings and making them feel neglected, especially you got to check in with your friends with water signs and heavy water placements and shit like that, because they'll think that you don't give a shit at the end of the day. Especially check in on your Cancer Moon friends. Hmm? Scorpio moon, Pisces moon, water moon, water sign. those type of individuals. They think you don't care. So you got to make sure that you checking in on, on, on an emotional level, whatever. All right. So the Pisces moon, we just was, I was just, just thinking about that Pisces moon last, but absolutely certainly not least the last Zodiac on the wheel. The Pisces moon is sensitive. The Pisces moon is compassionate. The Pisces moon is highly intuitive. And as the Pisces moon, you feel deeply, you're very emotional. You're very empathetic. You're very intuitive. And your dreams is off the chain. You are mystic in these streets out here. And you may struggle with expressing your emotions and setting boundaries with other people, right? Often having difficulty understanding where your emotions that's yours begin and somebody else's, especially they telling you all of their problem, all of their situation, and you get all immersed in their shit. And as a result of feeling everything so deeply, sometimes those with heavy Pisces placements, sun and moon, or somewhere else where life lessons is connected to that and shit like that, get into that escaping escapism, drugs and alcohol or whatever in the fuck shopping, whatever it is you escape into to detach from that reality. In order for you to nurture your moon Pisces, it's important for you to set some emotional boundaries with others and commit to making sure that you're caring for yourself. Just you, nobody else, just you, all you, no one else, right? So that you can tune your emotions and release any of the negative energy you might have picked up out here in these cosmic streets because you grab a hold on to everybody's bullshit. And when you do that, really, especially, you know what I'm saying, these water signs that end up picking up these moons, you know what I'm saying? Water rituals. Water rituals. Water rituals. That's why I'm so big on water-based cleansings, like ritual baths. That's a Neptunian ruler, baby. That's where it's at right there. And make sure, dealing with a lot of salt. I'm the queen of some sea salt in the bath, seaweed, sea salts. These are things that's going to really assist you in cleansing your aura and getting rid of all of those fucking energies that you have collected along your journey because you want to be here. You want to support. You want to help. And it's going to help you to, to really be that light that you came here to be. And also make sure that you are supporting that creative genius that's within you, right? So that you're tapping into your imagination, your creativity, your intuition by getting into some type of artistic activities. Right. That's really going to help you to express yourself, doing work that will help to um increase, increase your intuitive capacity to make you razor sharp. Like divination, um doing tarot and Oracle card, shit like that. Those are things that's going to really help in increasing all of that. So I am going to call it right about now because I have been talking for quite some time and I want to make sure that everyone is in this position where we're nurturing ourselves for the highest and greatest good. I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that this was something that you can absolutely work with. Peace and light, peace and love. Don't wanna be like Bob Bob got it going on with no job And everything Rob got, he got from Robin. And everything she got, she got Hold from off, My girl don't wanna be like Jackie. That old chains and I think that. whack <laughs> Mom and Dick wanna be like Harry Little dude ain't know he's biting off Barry There was a scam but Benny's legit. Mercedes Coupe home troop with no kid A businessman with the people for a reason Not like penny but it's in this season